When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there that's on all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, Game Source, the folks at NBA Carousel, and the awesome folks at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, I'm so delighted to bring this individual back on. She's ready to roll with some great NBA topics because she's got five NBA observations for the early part of the season. It is a great guest indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what she's doing today at the NBA Carousel, the NFL Carousel, and so much more. It is Jennifer Matthews-Lewis. And Jennifer, great to have you back on once again. Hey, Gerald. Thank you for so much for letting me be back on. How no are you doing today? I'm doing well, doing well. Just wanted to make sure you go ahead and share your thoughts okay. on the NBA season so far. So I gave you a test to get five observations. So we will start right now <clears throat> with your number one observation. You can go from five to one or one to five, but your first observation in hand for the NBA season. So... Uh, I have um, a girlfriend who lives in Oregon, so I kind of follow the Portland Trailblazers because she and I kind of make fun of each other, you know. Uh And so what's interesting to me, and I was actually just talking to her about this, so Dame is saying that he's loving Chauncey and he's really excited and that he thinks that the Trailblazers can still make a run for a title. But what she's hearing and she's is that he really doesn't want to be there anymore. And part of that showing in his play because he's really not hitting a lot of the threes that he typically hits. So there's a lot of confusion amongst the fans in Oregon and of the Blazers if Dame still really wants to be there or not. Because in the offseason, there was a lot of talk about him being traded. Like, I really thought he was going to be traded this past offseason. So... I don't some know. Of his most, we'll, see. well, some of his most recent comments, he has said still that he loves Portland and that he's looking mm-hmm. forward to going ahead and continue with the franchise. Again, we will see how that goes. The team is not off to the greatest start in the world, and he Correct. is definitely not off to the greatest start in the world. His, he is struggling with his shot, so 
We'll see what happens there in regards to Portland. But as if the team continues to play the way it's currently playing throughout the course of the first part of the season, those murmurs and those whispers are only going to get louder and louder. And those questions are going to go ahead and hit Damian Lillard even more. Do I think he's mm-hmm. going to be a game changer as far as whoever he gets traded to, if he ultimately does get traded? That I'm not so sure as well. I mean, he's a great scorer, but the defensive issues that he has because of his size has always been there. Maybe right. if you go ahead and get him on a Philadelphia with Joel Embiid, maybe that's the key, but we'll have to wait and see. But yes, your your observations are correct on this, and your friend has obviously got every right to be concerned up in Oregon because I'm not exactly sure the way the team to play that is playing now, especially with a new coach, a first-time coach, it's a uh, mm-hmm. wait and see on exactly where Portland will be going this season. Yes. It's going to be something, especially just with everything, like I said, that was going on. The other thing that I'm personally loving from a standpoint. So just so you know a little bit about my background, my mother was a high school guidance counselor. So like mental health is very important to me, but everything that was going on around Ben Simmons last week, and how he got kicked out, and how he was going to quit, how he listed his house for sale, all of that good stuff. Well, apparently, he's not ready to play. He's made amends with the team. Some of the people that were really coming in hard on him last week, you know, are now really backing him because they've discovered or found out, you know, in an open, honest, transparent conversation, that Ben's just going through a really tough time right now mentally. And we really need to, like, just show him our support, you know, and being so courageous and admitting that. Because it's never easy to say, hey, I'm having a difficult time. So that I'm loving. And I'm loving that people are like, okay, you know what? This is my brother. This is, you know, let's get this together. And I love that he wasn't, you know, traded. He wasn't kicked off. And he still wants to say with the Sixers and, you know, from a sincere perspective i hope he you know works through whatever's going on oh i hope he does too and that it's not some sort of ploy to try him get get himself off the team he obviously it clearly has stated his desire to leave philadelphia mm-hmm. right that's that's apparent so at some point yes. in time they're going to have to go ahead and trade him daryl Morey said that he's going to play the slow game and wait to go ahead and see exactly until the market maybe gets a little bit better for ben simmons we'll see if that materializes but I don't see a happy ending with Ben Simmons just saying, oh, Mm-mm. you know what? Everything's great. We're reconciled. Everything's groovy. I see in this situation where for all parties concerned, it's probably best for him to be moved. Yes, I think so too. And I mean, I wish him the best of luck. And I, if this is a sincere case, then I hope he does get the help he wants and deserves because we all need to be, you know, happy, healthy, and safe. Yeah, especially from ourselves. Absolutely. So what is your second NBA observation? So that would be the Nets. They're like, I don't know. I feel like, I'm not going to lie. I love the game on Sunday when my Charlotte Hornets beat them. But the fact that the Nets are, you know, two and two, I really was not expecting that out of them, especially with the players that they have. And Durant, He's not doing what he should be doing, in my opinion. I mean, he's got a couple of double-doubles, which is great, but I just – I kind of expect more out of Durant and Harden, you know, 
Harden is the one. Oh, that's true. Harden's hurt. Well, no, it's not necessarily that. It's the fact that his shot is not there and because his shot sometimes comes and goes. Mm-hmm. I do know that a lot of his reliance on going to the free throw line has been curtailed due to the new rules changes, which I am very thankful for. I think mm-hmm. that it is a great thing that the rules changes uh, have uh, not allowed for that acting, those ploys, those things that Trey Young, Harden, and Chris yeah. Paul, all those savvy veteran-like moves where just to get cheap and easy fouls, those things I think are that now that they've been curtailed and got rid of, I think that a lot of these players now have to redevelop their games. So far, it hasn't affected Trey Young as much, but it has affected, I think, James Harden because I think he was one of the targets for the NBA specifically on that because he got a lot of cheap fouls. Yeah, he did. And and I think that it's great that they don't allow him those cheap fouls anymore. So he's going to have to redevelop his game and if he wants to go ahead and make a bigger impact. But I also think with Brooklyn is that they're going to be like the Lakers at some point in time once they get healthy. The Lakers are going to be in cruise control. I think Brooklyn is also going to be in cruise control. I think people were talking about 65 wins for them and everything was going to be great with all three players. And, you know, as far as Irving is concerned, Irving, we know that saga there. I just think right now that they're going to be in cruise control and just try and stay healthy. So you're going to see them popping around right around 50 to 55 wins, most likely get a second or third seed. And I think that's, that's just fine for them because they have such a talented team that I think that, you know, wherever they land up, they're going to be probably the favorite for the East at any point in time, even if they're second, third, fourth, what have you. So I don't think people in, in Brooklyn should panic yet. I do think that right now Blake Griffin has not looked the greatest, and I think he's now starting to look a little on the older side. Right. Finally, I think after all that that stuff that's gone on with his knees, and now he's lost that a lot of athleticism. But I do see the case where Brooklyn is is probably on a cruise control right now. Yeah, and it's surprising to me because they spent so much money last year. You know. Yeah. The the, the other... end goal is the playoffs. You got to remember the end goal. Yeah, is the exactly. Playoffs. I'm not hating on them for it. We've seen Utah play so well during the course of the regular season, and they are this season, and it hasn't really amounted to very much in the playoffs. So I think Brooklyn is probably taking a page from many other teams over the years that have like, for instance, the Lakers from the early 2000s, especially the year that they went with only one loss in the playoffs. They weren't even first place in their conference. So they were just on cruise control, and they feel they're going to hit that switch at any point in time. So. That's my opinion on it. But, yeah, I think Brooklyn is, is going to – I don't think anybody should really panic or worry about Brooklyn unless they get injuries. Right. And, I mean, I'm not really panicked. I just – I don't know. For some reason, I expected more out of them this year, right? So Yeah. Well, I, I, um, I agree. I mean, a lot of people, like I said, they had already the, the championship trophy in their hands, but then they had the drama with Kyrie Irving. And mm-hmm. I think, again, uh, it's the point where I think they just want to get through the season healthy. Well, and then even on Sunday with fans storming the center to stand in unity with Kyrie, like, <laughs> I was, but I mean, I was glad that the play, the game went on and it didn't really pause anything. So I was, you know, that's yeah. a, that, I mean, that's an issue still outstanding for them that they'll have to continue mm-hmm. to deal with as long as Kyrie Irving is on the team where they decide to keep him, trade him, and let this thing play out. We're going to have to wait and see. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. 
Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. What is your third NBA observation from the early part of the season? I am loving the Bulls this season because they're for knowing the regular season right now. And that's okay. just fantastic. So it is. It is. I'm very happy for them. Yeah. I mean, they have played a soft schedule per se. They have. But there's got to be a lot of things to be happy about if you're a Chicago Bulls fan. What in particular mm-hmm. pleases you most about what about the way that the Chicago Bulls are playing? I like the unity. I know that's dumb, may sound dumb, but I like the unity. I no. think as long as you're playing well together. Team and chemistry is very important. Yeah, and yeah, it's been soft, but sometimes getting those wins and the soft, like getting the soft wins can help build that unity and, you know, bring it back. What I like a lot also is the fact that, I mean, when I was growing up, the Bulls were the team to beat, right? So (laughs) for obvious reasons. And so they've always kind of had a soft part, soft spot in my heart, kind of like GSW has, but I don't know. I just like the unity. I like that they're coming together. I like that. We've got a lot of folks making names for themselves, playing better than they anticipated themselves to play. It's funny and, how the and, way that things have turned around because you've got the defense. It looked like the defense was going to be an issue heading into the season for the Chicago Bulls, and the offense was going to be not in question with such a firepower that they had coming off the, the starting lineup with Vucevic and Levine and DeRozan and Ball mm-hmm. passing it around. Ball's been great on both ends of the floor for them, and he's now finally playing the way that the Lakers envisioned when they drafted him number two. He's now playing at that level where he's been tremendous. Right. Caruso coming off the bench, being a spark plug, and like I kidded the other day on the show that Chicago Twitter is already posting up or talking about doing a statue right next of him right next to him <laughs> because he's the, the goat and all that so uh, it's Let, let's calm party. down <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, again it's the same type of conversations right. Baker twitter had this conversations now now tw- uh, chicago tours have this. But he's done a good job but it's so funny because they're doing better on the defensive end than what we thought but they're not quite as doing well on the offensive end I have a thing. I have a feeling things will even itself out. I still think they'll need mm-hmm. more on the defensive end as the season go on. Their their schedule is going to get a little bit tougher. So in within the next two weeks, we're going to get a better look at the Chicago Bulls. But right now, if you're a Chicago Bulls fan, I agree with you. You got to be very happy. Yeah, you have to be. Um, another thing that very much surprised me as a Hornets fan: the fact that we were three and zero. Now we did lose to the Celtics, and how the Celtics came back in overtime and just went on that run because, I mean, at the end of the game, Boston pretty much ran all over Charlotte. Their percentage from their field goal percentage was 49.5 to the Hornets 44.7. Charlotte did beat them on the three pointers. 
Um, rebounds are about the same, 53-52. But when LaMelo got dunked on by Tatum, the entire arena went ballistic. Like, it was crazy. But uh, so I'm going to say for my other pick, my third pick is the Hornets being 3-1 and one this year. Because okay. as much as I love them, they surprised me. And then I guess for is that Celtics are doing a great job and coming together under Ume with two and two right now. Yeah, so. right now you've got a, a lot to be happy with if you're in Charlotte. And, it, you know, mm-hmm. the Hornets do have a very young team but that are playing well, getting off to a great start. LaMelo Ball is definitely looking like someone who's going to be a special player for a long time to come. So that's great news for you. Also, as well, you've got Miles Bridges, who's done a tremendous job. His growth has been exponential. Yes. Uh, you know, in this season alone, he's been playing like a superstar. Can he continue to play like this way? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But, you know, it's just something that I think that there's a lot of now hope and projections. You've got Gordon Hayward, who's playing mm-hmm. very solid. You've got a lot of other players that are playing as far as in the supporting role who are doing very well. So I think the future is bright in Charlotte as well. I do too. I like the fact that the Hawks are doing well because I kind of view the Hornets as on a very similar trajectory as the Atlanta Hawks. So I was just reading about who the top players from the rookie class are this year. And one of the articles I was reading showed that last year, RW leaders were LaMelo Ball, James Wiseman, Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, and Patrick Williams. And they were all averaging a combined 59.3 points per game. This year, with our top rookies, they're scoring a collective 80.2 points. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great it's uh, craziness. Yeah. It's yeah, going yeah. really well. Absolutely. I don't know why that kind of surprised me. And I was like, wow, I didn't know they were doing that well. Like, and it was impressive, but I didn't know it was quite that impressive. Once again, I'm speaking to Jennifer Matthews-Lewis. You got to go ahead and check out what she's doing today at NBA Carousel and also NFL Carousel as well. One of the things I wanted to ask you is number four on your list of NBA observations. What's the number four on your list? That the Bucks lost to Miami. <laughs> well, I think that's probably just a situation where you're it's a road game for them that they didn't take very seriously. I think right. they're going through a lot of uh, situations where they've got people in the starting lineup and in the rotation that they wouldn't normally play. So I don't I don't take too much stock into it, let's put it that way. Right. And then I know we had touched on Harden. What is your fifth observation then? Your fifth and final NBA observation for this early part of the season. I love Steph Curry. I'm a Charlotte girl. Steph grew up in Charlotte. I know, right? If you don't, you know, it doesn't matter what fan of what team you are. Tell me a person who doesn't love the way Steph Curry plays, the kind of person he is, and the fact he is just so enjoyable to watch. Right. And for him having kind of like one of the articles I was reading, kind of a down season. Yeah, he's still just averaging 31 points a game and 39% shooting. Still not bad, though. And I no. just, yeah. So I mean, we're only at game three, game four. So you really can't say. Right, exactly you can't say who, anything. Yeah, who's having a good season, bad season far, so far? Because during the course of the season, there will be three or four game stretch where all these players will kind of struggle. So 
I don't know. Right now, I think Curry, I mean, even in the, the win over the Lakers where he really struggled, he got a triple-double. So he is right now leading, I think, right now when you look at it, the, the if you took an early, early, early vote on MVP, you could say he's struggling, but right now he'd be the choice for MVP. Right. And I'll always vote for Steph for MVP, except for when he's like entered and this is, you know, three quarters of the season. But, you know, in my heart, I still want him to win. (laughs) There you go. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Well, those are some great observations right there for you. Once again, it's Jennifer Matthews Lewis from NBA Carousel and the NFL Carousel. You do so much great work in the worlds of sports out there. Before we head on out, how can people following what you're doing and where exactly can they find your work? I'm starting to put together ideas for my own podcast, and I'll have more to come for that in the future. (laughs) Um, Next to like month or so, and. You can find me on most Panthers Facebook pages. You can find me on Reddit at Jenna Cheryl. You can find me on Facebook, Jennifer Matthews Lewis, NBA Carousel, NFL Carousel, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern for the NBA Carousel, for the NFL Carousel, 7 p.m. And then usually I'm on around 7.30 and then Eastern. And then I'll be on some different podcasts and all of that good stuff. And I sometimes on Snowman in the Morning, so check us out there as well. Oh, there you go. You know what I got to do next month? I have to have you come back on with some more NBA observations. We'll see or later, okay. you know, how it is in the season. But I want to see if I can get your good friend Megan Price to come on as well. I want to. Oh, see you need to get Megan on. on. She's awesome. Yeah, Megan she's is been amazing. On the show. No, she has been on the show, and she's been tremendous on the show before. So you know what? I'm going to see if I can arrange for you two to come on at the same time with some early observations because still next month will still be the early mm-hmm. part of the season so yeah we'll see what we can do about that let's see what i would love that hmm, i love see. that yes all right let's <laughs> see what we can do but once again it's jennifer matthews lewis you got to go ahead and check out what she's doing today again like she said snowman in the morning nba carousel nfl carousel she's all over the place especially if you're in the carolinas there mm-hmm. you go right there it is Jennifer Matthews Lewis and Jennifer. I cannot thank you enough for stopping by. It's been great talking and great listening to your observations. They're right spot on on the money. I wish you continued success. And again, we're going to have bring you back on. I'll see what I can do to bring on Megan at the same time as well. I would love that. Thank you again, Gerald. I hope you have a great evening and I appreciate you having me on always. Absolutely. Great to have you part of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.